This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, January 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's state lines. Mask mandate extended. GOP eyes budget surplus and USTR supports Lithuania over China. California extends indoor mask mandate. California's public health agency has extended its mask mandate for indoor public spaces for another month. Dr. Mark Gailey, the state's Health and Human Services Secretary, cited sharp rise in COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations as reason for further caution. Gailey assured reporters yesterday that the administration does not plan to close businesses as it did earlier in the pandemic. He was optimistic about the state's ability to confront the new wave, which has been fueled largely by the rapid spread of the Omicron variant. California's average case rate over the last week has been the highest since the pandemic began. California GOP eyes state budget surplus for water and other priorities. The Senate's nine Republicans are calling on the Democrats controlling the legislature and governor's office to use the anticipated $31 billion surplus to provide economic and drought relief to Californians. The tax revenue has been so large this year that policy analysts expect it will trigger a rarely deployed policy known as the GAN limit. That means the state must return a portion of the funds directly to taxpayers or spend it on certain priorities such as education and infrastructure. Building more surface water storage topped the Republicans' list of requests. They charge that building new facilities like Sites Reservoir and fixing conveyance canals would help the state prepare for long-term drought. This will provide water storage for 1.5 million homes per year and promote much-needed water access for California's food producers, they wrote in a letter. They are also urging a gas tax holiday and for the state to pay down pandemic-related debt for employers. Keep in mind, budget negotiations will begin in earnest next week after Governor Newsom releases his initial budget proposal for the year. China demand rising for craft beer imports. Chinese beer imports have been dropping since 2019. The trend intensified during the pandemic. But market watchers say the exception is American beer, especially craft beers. The U.S. has a relatively small market share of China's import market, but it's been growing over the past three years. That according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Craft beer is growing steadily in popularity and consumers are ready to try new brands, whether at beer festivals, beer barns, or at home, says the FAS office in Beijing. Though only accounting for 1.9% of imported beer market share in China, U.S. beer has enjoyed a strong and growing reputation in China. From January to October of last year, China... From January to October of last year, China imported $11.26 million of U.S. beer, up 5.6% compared to the same period in 2020. When it comes to craft beer, FAS said Chinese demand, quote, will grow exponentially over the next few decades, showing a change in consumer preference toward new flavors and varieties. 
The Chinese government currently levies a 25% retaliatory tariff on U.S. beer, a result of the Trump-era trade war, but Beijing has been exempting importers. Department of Justice and poultry defendants are sparring over a new trial date. The Justice Department and lawyers for 10 current and former poultry executives They're at odds over when a new trial should be held on charges of price-fixing and bid-rigging in the industry. A jury in the federal criminal case in Colorado could not reach a verdict last month after the conclusion of a multi-week trial. After scouring the evidence, we still have firm convictions on both sides of the debate, jurors told U.S. District Judge Philip Bremer at a note. We do not believe we can reach consensus on any of the 10 defendants. Department of Justice wants to start the trial on February 22nd, but the defendants want a delay until March 22nd. Defendants include Jason Penn, former CEO of Pilgrim's Pride, and Bill Lovett, Pilgrim's former president and CEO. USTR backs Lithuania on China spat. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai yesterday vowed to support Lithuania in its spat with China. Tai called out China's economic coercion against the Baltic nation after meeting with the Lithuanian foreign minister, Gabrielis Landsbergis. The two trade leaders noted that the United States and the EU, as democratic market economies, share a number of core values and principles that we need to defend internationally, that according to a statement issued by the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative. The Chinese animosity towards Lithuania is reportedly in response to the country recognizing Taiwan as Taiwan and not Chinese Taipei. The U.S. ag sector remains hopeful that the U.S. and China will sit down for trade talks this year after China's commitments to purchase U.S. farm commodities under the Phase 1 trade deal expired December 31st. Wheeler picked to head Virginia environmental agencies. Former EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler has a new job. Virginia Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin has chosen Wheeler to be his next Secretary of Natural Resources, advising the governor and overseeing five different agencies. Youngkin also said Michael Rollband, a longtime wetlands consultant and scientist, would be his Director of Environmental Quality, serving under Wheeler. Rollband set up the state's first wetland mitigation bank in 1991. Wheeler became the EPA Administrator in 2019 after Scott Pruitt departed under an ethical cloud. He also has been Chief Counsel at the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee and an energy lobbyist. During the Trump administration, Wheeler led the effort to come up with the Navigable Waters Protection Rule, which was largely supported by the ag community. EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers are now working on a replacement for the NWPR, which was invalidated by a federal court. By the way, Wheeler isn't the only Trump administration veteran in Youngkin's cabinet. Former Natural Resources Conservation Service Chief Matt Lohr was picked as the state's next Ag Secretary on Tuesday. Here's today's She Said It. We need to change the narrative. We should be honored and valued and respected even more than Silicon Valley because people like to eat and drink. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross in a podcast by Western Growers on the year ahead for agriculture in California. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, January 6th. 
For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.